Hello and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast, the show that teaches you the tools to radically love yourself and change your life. I am your host, Natalia, and in today's episode, we will talk about five ways to practice self-love. I'm excited, thankful, and so happy to be here with you guys. So let's dive right in. Hello, I am so happy to be here with you guys. This is our third episode. How exciting is that? It was amazing. And every time I get in front of the mic, it just gets better and better. And I want to say that this week, I want to celebrate a win. We have over 33 downloads. So I'm super, super grateful for each and every one of you that listened to the first two episodes and I was here for the third and it just makes me so happy you've been doing anything out there and yet you chose to hit play and be here with me and I'm honestly grateful. (laughs) But before we get started, I want to go back to last week's episode when we talked about the arts of feeling good and I kind of want to bridge the two. The art of feeling good comes from practicing self-love. When we discuss the art of feeling good, we talked about what feeling good is and what it feels like, right? It's doing whatever thing it is that you want to do for the hell of it because it feels good to you and that's what matters. Why go and do something or be with someone Or be in a situation where you don't feel good, where you feel angry or disappointed or frustrated or sad or depressed or upset. Those not good feelings are like a light, like a guidance for you to be like, "Uh uh-uh, you're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be going this way. You have to turn around and go the other way. Find the joy. Find the excitement. Find the... gratitude, find the happiness, find that euphoric feeling, that feeling of being empowered and feeling free and feeling amazing. And how do we get there? We get there by practicing self-love. The first way to practice self-love is by honoring your feelings. What does that mean? (laughs) That means honoring your emotions, honoring what you're feeling in whatever moment, wherever you're at. A lot of us have been conditioned from our early childhood years through our adulthood years to suppress our emotions. Think about it. How many times have you seen a parent or an adult, or even you might have done it as a parent, to tell your children, stop crying. Why are you crying? Stop crying. That is shutting down their emotion, especially as kids. A lot of time we don't know how to express ourselves. We don't, we don't have the right words to use. Or even when we're not speaking yet, we don't have the words to express how we're feeling. And the way to show how we're feeling, whether it's anger, disappointment, frustration, sadness, we do it through tears. We cry. We let the emotion of the only way we know how to. So think about How many times have you been shut down when you were showing your emotions? As a child, as an older teenager, it's very common to tell young boys, don't cry. Boys don't cry. Big girls don't cry. 
<laughs> Isn't there a song named Girls Don't Cry? Come on now. We have literally been told our entire lives by society to not feel our emotions. Feeling our emotions is seen as something weak. We are sometimes afraid or embarrassed to show our emotions in front of other people in big gatherings. Sometimes we're even afraid to show our emotions to our own families. We're not allowing ourselves to bask in the emotions that we're feeling. Emotions come up for our reasons. They're meant to be felt. And the more we suppress them, the more they come back out. So when you feel something, you have to honor yourself by speaking it out loud. Whatever feeling that you're feeling, whether it's disappointment, sadness, anger, frustration, happiness, you have to express your feelings. For somebody who's not used to doing it, it may sound like it's a lot, but I promise you, if you start little by little with the people that you trust the most first, it'll become easier and easier for you to show your emotions. And I'll give you one great tip that helped me a lot because I used to pride myself in shutting down my emotions and shutting down my feelings. And that was watching movies or shows that made me feel intense emotions. And in the privacy of my own home by myself, I would allow myself to feel the emotion fully and cry or be angry or be joyful upon whatever feeling the show or movie was giving me. But that allowed me to feel the emotion and be okay with it. I knowing that feeling my emotions and letting them out and speaking them out loud, it's okay. It's my right. And by doing that, I honor myself every single time. The second way to practice self-love is by honoring your needs. You as a person, you as a woman, you as a being, you know what your needs are. It is important for you to distinguish your needs from the needs of others, especially when you have a spouse in your household, when you have children in your household, when you have family members in your household. A lot of times our own family can demand a lot from us. And if we don't set limits as to how available we become to their needs, it can feel that we were being taken advantage of. Honoring your needs doesn't only mean listening to what you need and going after it. It also means setting limits and saying no when other people need you and you don't want to do it. Let me rephrase that. (laughs) Honoring your needs is not only honoring what your personal needs are. It also means when somebody else demands a need from you, you being able to say, no, I don't want to do it. No, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, I can't help you with that right now. I'm not with the mental capacity to do this for you right now. I'm sorry, but I can't do that right now because my need comes first. That's what honoring your needs means. You must understand and respect your limits. But before you can respect them, you must understand them. If you know you can only handle seeing a friend twice a week and three to four times overwhelming or becomes overbearing for you, then that's a limit for you that you have to respect and say, you know what? I can only see you two times this week 
and that's all I have. Because that's that's how you're honoring what your needs are. You as a person have goals and you have dreams and you have desires and going after those things require things that you need to do, right? You have to take action. Actions require time out of your schedule, out of your day, out of your life. When you put somebody else's need for their benefit before yours, that's when you stop honoring yourself. That's when you're no longer respecting yourself or showing respect and love for yourself. Number three is respecting your body. And this is one of my favorite ones. It is because, again, we are, by society, conditioned to feel beautiful to a certain standard. Therefore, it is our job, especially as women, to find our beauty within ourselves, within our bodies. And respecting our bodies is the best way to achieve that. So what do we mean when we say respecting your body? Complimenting yourself. Complimenting yourself from head to toe. Stop comparing yourself to others. We're all on a different journey. We all don't look the same for a reason. Have you ever thought about that? We all look different for a reason because we are meant to learn how to appreciate each other and love each other unconditionally regardless of what we look like. Treat your body with kindness through self-care. Take hot bath. Exercise. Take care of your skin. Watch what you put inside your body. Drink your water. Eat your vegetables. Eat your fruits. Take care of your body inside out. Treat it with kindness through the act of self-care. Honor your hunger. If you feel hungry, eat, girl. Eat. Don't don't hold yourself back from eating. Your body's telling you you need to eat. Listen to your body. Honor your fullness. If you're full, stop eating. And I will say something that I noticed a lot in the Latino community. We're we're raised in a way that we're supposed we have to finish our play. When our parents serve us or our grandparents serve us, you need to finish your play before you get up. And that's not respecting my body. Like my body tell your body tells you when it needs to eat, and your body tells you when it doesn't need to eat. So when you're full, you must honor your body's way of telling you that you're full. Dressing in clothes that fit well, comfortably, and that make you feel good. Or like a badass, should I say? <laughs> Dressing in clothes that make you feel good or you feel comfortable with that you f- that fits well it's such a vibe you feel like a mm, 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 sexy bad mamacita walking on the street but you doing that you're respecting and honoring your body so well because you're comfortable your mu- your body can move comfortably your body tells you when it's comfortable when it fits well and when it feels good in it so embrace it Focus on what your body does for you. And I think this is so important. We live everyday life, a lot of us on our subconscious level, just going through life, doing whatever we need to do. And we don't take the time to appreciate our bodies. Like how cool is it that it breathes without us reminding it to do so? Like our body does so much for us. It keeps us alive every single day. Thanks to my body, I can walk, I can dance, I can breathe, I can have this amazing conversation with you. When you focus on what your body does for you, you grow so much joy and gratitude for your body 
that it comes just so much easier to respect their and honor it in all these different ways. Love your body, girl. Number four, respect your decisions. And this is like major because when we respect our decisions, we are standing our ground, not only with others, but with ourselves. When you respect the decision that you make for yourself, you're also showing others to respect your decisions as well. I'm going to give you the most basic example that I have. And this is a decision that I made for myself a few years ago. See, you love, you know me. I'm a, I'm a thick girl. I love McDonald's french fries. I love them. They're crispy and they're super crunchy. And they're like the shoestring cut that I love with some ketchup and mayonnaise. Love it. But you know what the problem is? Every time I eat them, they make me sick. So I had to make a decision to stop eating them. No matter how tasty they are. Is it worth me getting sick afterwards? I don't think so. So I made a decision to stop eating them. At some point in the beginning, it was hard to stick by my decision. But eventually now I'm at the point where I completely respect my decision of not eating them. And I don't eat them because I know if I do, my body tells me that, eh, I don't like this. So I don't eat it. Respecting the decision also looks like Say no to anything that you know is not good for you. That can be some McDonald's french fries, your boyfriend, a friend, a job. Anything that doesn't feel good to you, you must have respect for yourself and say no to it and stick to it. Number five, setting boundaries. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love talking about boundaries and about setting them. Setting boundaries is about identifying what is okay and what is not okay with you. Getting rid of people and behaviors that you are not okay with. That can be your own behavior or somebody else's behavior. I think it's pretty clear what setting boundaries are. You don't like some the way somebody speaks to you, you let them know, I don't like when you speak to me this way. And how do you respect your decision? By setting a boundary is by you making that boundary firm. Like literally sit in stone. If they try to do it again, you remind them, I don't like it when you speak to me this way. See, when you set a boundary, not only do you raise your standards, but you raise other people's standards about yourself because they know, oh no, yeah, you know her? Yeah, she don't like that. She don't mess with that. She don't play with that. Because you have set your boundaries so strong that people know better than to speak to you a certain way, to even treat you a certain way. But only you can make that happen by setting boundaries for yourself. What an amazing episode that we had today. I hope that you found value and some great tips in practicing self-love. I want you to remember that practicing self-love is so important because it is the way to build your personal strength and the only way to step into your power. Self-love is a stepping stool to the life that you desire. And I am here for you and with you to go through this journey and embrace ourselves just as we are. Because the way that we are and who we are is plenty and enough. And before we wrap this up, I want to leave you with something. I want you to keep in mind that self-love is a journey, a practice, and a choice not a destination. Thank you guys so, so much. I talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>